0: but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Hello once again, Pats fans and Foxborough faithful. We welcome you to the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of WEI, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. Today, you got your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart, and we bring you all the grades, awards, and mid-season accolades that the most stagnant offense in the NFL 2022 deserves. That's right. It's the bi-week reflect and preview episode. We'll take a look at how the Patriots have fared through the first nine games of the 2022 season, give out our grades, mid-season awards and such, and then we'll preview the eight games to come and give you an idea whether or not the Patriots will amble and or find their way to a path to the playoffs or if all hope is lost. Andy, overall, just first impression, let's play the single-word association game. Okay. Give me one adjective to describe the first half or the first nine games of the 2022 season for your New England Patriots. Meh. (laughs) Meh. Um, a word I probably would actually have to go to the urban dictionary right. to seek the proper definition of. And this is a word also that I don't think I started using until recently when Internet speak found its way into our day-to-day vernacular. I would go with janky. I don't know what that means,
2: so please explain. Clunk- clunky. Oh, clunky,
1: I like. Yeah, middling. Clunky, mi- yeah, mediocre. Middling. Yeah. Non-plus. I, I really th- I think just three simple letters, meh. Yeah,
0: this has been a
1: very meh season. Your starting quarterback, who we know has needed to develop, has not. He is so far removed from the stellar play of his excellent rookie season and the uh, injury riddled invitation to the Pro Bowl. It's ridiculous. The Patriots were a power rushing team last year. They're now 24th in yards per carry in the NFL. They're not doing any one thing on the score the ball side of the team particularly well. Sure. Nick folk is an all-star once again, and the defense is actually playing better than I think even we thought they could, especially in the secondary where we had questions aplenty, but it's all about the O and it's just such a grind and a frustrating watch. Uh, I, you know, I, I want, I wonder if the, we're going to pass out a grade to anyone on the offensive side. That'll be anything your parents would have been proud of on a report card. Well, and don't you, I said this to Mutt on Mutt at Night
2: that, like, good place would, to say it. it be weird if I said it to somebody else, like Rich Keefe. Hey, Mutt. <laughs> Wait, you're not Mutt. Who am I? Why am I here? Um, we kind of nailed this. And I know we talked a little bit about this the other day. Like, I know Dan Arlovsky's been big on the regression and Matt Patricia. And, all, like, yeah, we've been talking about it for months and months and months. We expected it, we got what we expected. Like, and i think that makes it even less interesting or entertaining and really if you take out the zappy era
1: that little teeny zappy uh, fever era <laughs> oh that, that how we all long for and pine for the excitement of the Zappy ride and well, how Bill Belichick inadvertently killed it on a Monday night on a national primetime stage. So, let me ask you a
2: question. So, we're five and four. Mm-hmm. Mac is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still a half game out of the
1: playoffs. You have opportunity moving forward, all those things. You're a, a team with a winning record and you're in the basement of your division.
2: Yes. Where would we be right now? Mm hmm record-wise and, um, let's say, feel or aura or or overall, I don't know, energy and Patriot Nation, mm-hmm. if Mac Jones never got hurt and we never had the Bailey Zappi era, Mac was healthy, played all those games, where would we be? Like, would the record be better or worse? Because remember, Zappi won two games. So you're five and four. Two of those wins are Zappi's. Like, do you think... Mac would be in a better place or would be he have been beaten down more? May he have? I don't know, because I was a big believer, like, oh, you would have blown out the Lions with mm-hmm. Mac Jones at quarterback. Maybe you don't. Maybe you bears it and get your butt whooped by the Lions and it's even uglier. So Ooh. if Mac never got hurt, mm-hmm. where do you believe he and the Patriots would be right now in this bye week?
1: Exactly in the same spot. OK, so nothing changes. I, nope. No, I, I now the, the final scores, the energy, the result, the mo- sure. the wave we rode, the fun that we had during the Zappy Hour, that that was all great, and thank goodness for that. But then it got to be a little overbearing, and then some Pats fans showed their fickle, impossible to please nature. The even players were calling them spoiled. Your now people, we're back on Mac. The Mac your Apologist people. Tour has begun. Your people, yes, the Fraud your Squad, people. yes, as pointed out by the Troll Patrol. Thank you, your people. Yeah, your My people. Pleasure.
2: You need uh-huh. me thank you, you. need yeah. me on this wall I love
1: no I uh, yes we want you on that I'm not sure if we want you on that wall but I know we got you on that wall and sometimes yes I will admit we do need you on that wall okay we would be in the exact same spot the final score is result and the nature of the ride would be different but the destination would be the exact same okay um I don't totally disagree because I think
2: you also have the weirdness let's just say Max stumbles in one of those two wins mm-hmm. well he might also beat the bears. If you don't have that weirdness of, he gets pulled zappy comes in that game spirals out of control, or
1: maybe he beats green Bay who we have talked about a fraud squad.
2: Holy yeah, moly. Who's no longer an impressive win. No longer impressive to hang with green Bay. Cause they're just not very good. So you Oof. should hang with them. Um, okay. So that's, that's the big picture. Cause I do believe the big picture is I, now. I think some people like we made fun of some of your people, again, the, uh, the fraud squad that, I think there was a little more optimism with some people like maybe given the soft part of the schedule mm-hmm. the early year maybe you'd have built a 6 and 3 record instead of 5 and 4 and and whatever but I think we expected the offense to not be very good or be a work in progress as it was dubbed yesterday in Mac Jones's press conference by one of the mm-hmm. questioners and you know he kind of said all offenses are works in progress mm, not so sure Mac not so sure some but are fine
1: Yeah there's yeah, there's a difference between like uh, you know, you can take a car to the shop because, uh, you need just, you know, uh, one belt went out or you need like power steering fluid in a, in right. a, in a tune-up, uh, and maybe a cabin air filter. And then there's uh oh, the tranny's about to drop out. We're just needing a complete right. engine overhaul.
0: You know, or- I, I hate
1: to say it. The Patriots are kind of trending more in the, do I give this to cars for kids, um, Or do I sink the money into it? And I think they're going to have to sink the money into it at this point, as opposed to just like a tune-up.
2: Yeah, and there's cars that can drive into the mechanics uh, parking lot and say, "There's a funny noise. Could you look at it? Tell me if Mm -hmm. it's a big deal, or I can ignore it." And then there's, um, "Is this AAA? Could you come pick my car up? It's on the side of the
1: road." And there's, I forgot if I have AAA plus, and I get more than a three mile tow. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so yeah, oh no, totally and totally, Andy, one hundred like one hundred percent like. I just put together a little piece for com. It's a it's a five point bi-week checklist for the Patriots. And I love living only I'm, five? I'm a daily well, I just because you know it works in you know, works in fives. I, I it's too easy to go six pack because then everyone's gonna be like, ah, Fitzy's already thinking of what he's gonna be enjoying when he finishes his article. Uh truth, actually, usually it's a four-pack because I'm, you know, it's craft snobby like that. But Can I went with finished. a five spot and one of the pieces, uh, they were uh that, that to-do list I think is, you know. Pretty apparent to anyone who's watched the first half of the season, but it's basically uh, get healthy, straighten out the offensive line, fix Mac Jones, improve red zone efficiency, and uh, finally, what the hell was the last one? Uh, Oh, stop turning the damn ball over. Those are the five things the Patriots need to vote. Now, the playbook and play calling sort of factors into the fix Mac or Mac repair shop, if you will. Uh, yeah. Because they're working hand-in-hand hand at this point. Like, if the playbook gets better, the play-calling improves, Mac will likely play better. If Mac understands it better or just says, F this playbook and starts free- freelancing before he ultimately gets pulled again, the offense will look better. But everything else is football fundamentals 101.
2: I, I, I like the um, the vagaries of fix Mac.
1: <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Get back to me when he's fixed. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's definitely like the longest know. paragraph, for sure, for sure in the piece. but uh, Because yeah. – I, and I, I – I
2: mean, I agree with all of those, and you're right. There's some overlapping there in the various mm-hmm. ways. Like, um, you know, if you fix Mac, you probably stop turning it over as much because he's been at the center of some of those turnovers.
1: And right? if you and if you get healthy overall and you straighten out the offensive line, there's a good chance Mac Jones will also look better ish.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, so
1: there's a there is almost a good point. There's a cascading corollary, probably between. All five, all the way down. One connects to five, neck bone now, to
2: leg bone. The flip side of that is if you can't get the ball rolling mm-hmm. in that area, like connecting the dots, well, then you may never fix any of them because they're all interrelated equally. So the positive is they're all interrelated. And if you kind of get them moving in the right direction, maybe they all improve. Mm-hmm. The negative would be if you can't get them all moving in the right direction, then maybe, you know, the offensive line, the health, the whatever keeps Mac from being fixed. And oh my God,
1: it's the end of the year and we still suck and all that. Have a nice uh, Christmas. See you in 2023, Pats fans. Yeah, I mean, the, Andy, I can't tell you, and I know in the back half of this podcast, we'll get to how we think the second half of the season will go. Quick game by game, win-loss, blah, blah, and how the Pats will finish loss, now with our... Loss, <laughs> loss, <laughs> loss. I think they're still on target for my preseason prediction, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, I'm not feeling good or good enough about how the offense is performing right now. I still think they get to the record I called before the season, but uh before we get there, what was let's that, hand 13
2: out 13 and 4. What's that? 13 and 4 was it or Uh no, hold two? on. That
1: was our friend Ian Logue from patsfans.com who predicted who sort of laid out that piece, here's how the Patriots can get to 13 wins. Um we disagree. So I, I think he was uh, unfairly trolled or you know, you guys gave him too much of the business. I understand that the website is called patsfans and he's a diehard like myself, uh, technically, thirteen wins still on the table. Could yes, could absolutely. could happen. I'm not sure I haven't read Ian's piece in a while again, but you know, it's it's fun to like sh- you know, shoot arrows in the air, hoping that maybe you know, you'll sh- you know shoot a star. But like mm. being realistic, it's not it's not gonna happen. And I don't care what the record ends up being so long as all of us that have watched enough Patriots football agree that they are a good team or an improving team by season's end with hope for 2023. This is not the, come on, Pats, I'll see you in Arizona time.
2: Yeah. I would say just get back to level and level would yeah. be, you think Mac is your franchise quarterback. Cause I think there's enough of a portion of Patriot nation slash Foxborough faithful slash mm-hmm. fraud
1: slash fraud squad <laughs> slosh. <laughs> the slosh is where we kind of find ourselves and what a lot of them wish they were in for some of these games. Sure. But uh,
2: enough of, those people have turned on Mac and no longer think Mac is the guy. And if he's not the guy, well, then you're in trouble because you've become one of those teams that's in a little, you know, dryer just bouncing around and they're rolling over quarterback, no quarterback, quarterback, no quarterback. And we know that's ask the Cleveland Browns. That's mm-hmm. the worst place to be. And then it forces you to do crazy stuff at the end of it to try like to trade half
1: your team away and think you've acquired a franchise quarterback only to realize that he's kind of washed and the team is a mess. And now you've mortgaged your future and he probably should be wearing a play sheet on his wrist. Hello. Russell Wilson. So let's get into, uh, let's get into the, uh, the grades and awards. Yeah. Uh, Now, fortunately our pal Kyrie Thompson at WeEi.com, the host of the first and Foxborough podcast has laid out some grades for the new England Patriots in advance. Let's quickly play agree or disagree Andy Hart. And it begins with the offense overall. Uh he gives them a C minus. Disagree. You give them a D plus.
2: I'd probably give them like a D minus or an F. I mean,
1: whoa, that dude, hash. Really? Um, yeah, they stink.
2: What's been yeah. good about the offense not named Ramondre Stevenson with a snippet of Jacoby Myers?
1: Yeah, I was when mm. I saw the other day that uh um, Jacoby mm. Myers is the leading receiver of the wide receivers with 40 catches. The next closest is 15 catches with like Parker gross. And Oh my God. Like that's and I would also that's, argue, that's, that's, that's not bad. That's pathetic. I would that's argue just
2: that no one, pathetic. no one on offense has overachieved other than Ramondre Stevenson. Everyone yep. else has underachieved across the offensive line, the quarterback, mm-hmm. the running mm-hmm. backs, the receivers, the Bourne didn't make a leap. So to me, C is average, right? C Mm -hmm. is like, you just do the work expected of you. You don't go above and beyond. You didn't really study for the tests. You just Mm kind of show up, but you paid attention. You were in class. You got a C. C minus? Hell no. I mean, maybe I'm a little harsh with an F because you do have Ramondre Stevenson and you Mm -hmm. do have a little, but also mix in the Predictability and the, the laughability that Dan Orlovsky is, is looking at mm. the, the Patriots offense through, like that working and, on spacing during the bye week. I mean, that my, oh my god, spacing, what are we freaking a, a Pop Warner team like oh. that to me screams of just I
1: worry about problems. honestly, Andy is like a town youth sports baseball dad coach. Spacing issues to me are when you're in t ball and someone hits a ball up the middle towards the pitching mound. And then every single infielder and outfielder all rush in and converge on the ball. And you've got eight kids trying to make a play to throw it to first. And by throw it to first, I mean, throw it into the outfield or into the stands where mom and dad are sitting. That's where you have spacing issues. Yes. Not on a freaking NFL offense that previously last year finished set tops, top eight in scoring and efficiency. Well, we need to
2: forget about that because a big factor of that is in Las Vegas, dealing with his own struggles and trying to figure out his own issues with his team. Um, But Uh, I just I'll go
1: see I'll I'll stick I'll stick with C minus what
2: boy I wish you guys were my teachers I would have had straight A's every effing term
1: well you still went to a good enough school where else would you want to be you're where you want to be right
2: yeah I was fine I was very smart but I'm just saying I could have I could have like taken more days off and still Mm -hmm. finished C minus.
0: You guys are out of well, also, pool. I mean, like
1: I've seen, you know, I've seen if there've been a few glimpses of hope with like, you know, Bailey Zappi stepped in for a while and played well. That was kind of, that was kind of exciting. He got some, he got the offense going. You can't your forget franchise that.
2: He's a debacle.
1: Yeah. Well, see, that's where I'm going to disagree with Kyrie because next he gives the quarterbacks overall a C. And Is I would he the give this greater ever. Uh, uh, see, and I'm going to give them a D, and it would be an f for Mac Jones thus far. And it's not just all on uh, everything once again has to come with the giant caveat disclaimer and or uh, you know, notation that any grades about Mac Jones also reflect the coaching staff offensive coordinators, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Well, that um, would be my question with the quarterbacks d how do i how do I include the scheme and the play calls and Matt Patricia? because if I just, I think Mac has been hung out to dry. So if I just mm-hmm. say Mac was hung out to dry, then maybe Mac is a, a, a C-level grade. Because I do think he hasn't thrown the ball well. He hasn't nec- he hasn't been durable. He mm-hmm. exited two different games. We did two post-game shows where he was in the MRI room and couldn't even do his post-game press conference. Yeah, isn't
1: that great, by the way? Just a, an indictment of like the line play, the play calling. Again, Sh- this is the one thing that I agree with most about Shime Having Mac Jones, quote, stare into the abyss too often is just going to get this guy kid. Like two of the first three games, your quarterback had to go get an MRI. Like that's effed up. Yeah, You're, it is. Super messed up. Um uh, uh anyway. So I I give the quarterbacks a D, and Zappy brings it up from an F. Uh p- quarterbacks in play calling. Uh, I can't believe Kyrie gave it a C. It's just. It's not there. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not, it's not even close to there. It's a matter of fact, it's so far from there. It's almost like there was a destination and the journey began and you blindfolded the quarterback. And then you ended up surprised how little, uh, you know, intuition or instinct he had about getting to the destination. Like they've just mucked everything up. (laughs) That's a good word. Or you could change the first letter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I use mucked up for a reason. I could have said it also rhymes with the, have mucked it all up. Um, (laughs) All right, so you would obviously go lower. What would you go with? I gave a quarterback's were a D. Uh, I'll I'll give you. I will grade
2: a D. Um, because you're right. Zappy had a nice little stretch there, although he had to go in because Brian Hoyer did not have a nice little stretch there. Um. I just – I wonder what A is. Like, on on a grading system here, is A, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes?
1: Like, is that an A, or are we saying – Josh a... Allen hasn't been an A. He's been – he's an A-minus so far, I would say, probably, because he could clean up the turnovers.
2: Okay. But my point would be, are we comparing Mac to Mac last year, what you thought Mac could be, or – the best quarterbacks in the league are the best quarterback. Uh, how about, in the just, how in about just
1: the best quarterback for your offense, factoring all of that in—the way he played last year, what you were hoping for this year, grading him against quarterback play this year, and just isolating a minute of himself.
2: I would say D, and yeah. and the thing that saves him from like a failing grade is is I think he has a terrible instructor and professor
1: who barely showed up and didn't give good notes and and all of that, or too or too many notes that nobody could understand in the first right. place. Yeah, this is we're trying to we're trying to just do addition and subtraction, not Boolean math here. Uh, moving on, running backs, A minus. Kyrie said, um, "That's a, a lot of that is obviously that's the majority of that is Mondre. You got Damian Harris, a little over three hundred yards, four point three yards a carry. Uh, Mondre six hundred eighteen yards, four point eight yards a carry, thirty five catches for two hundred and a quarter yards. Pretty yeah, damn I, impressive. I mean, the kids the best player in your see- team and a star on the rise."
2: I w- I would say a minus is probably good because I think you've um, you have to take into account no passing game, no quarterback play, offensive mm-hmm. line has not been good, and you you guys have still been able to carry the load, even predictably. You know, last week the bottom fell out of a little bit of that with the, the tackles for a loss from the first play of the game, basically, mm-hmm. um, but still a productive day for Ramondre Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Not as efficient in the passing game as he had been, um, but yeah, I have. I have very, very little criticism for the running backs and the way they've done their jobs at The all.
1: backs, exactly. Um, we lost Ty Montgomery a couple games in. We thought he was going to factor into the passing game. Still haven't even gotten an update on what the hell's going on with his knee, his ankle, his ankle knee, his leg, his lower anatomy period. That's been strange. I I, 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 I don't understand why we haven't gotten much of a behavior self, why we haven't gotten much of an update on Ty Montgomery and if he's going to factor into the equation at all in this 20, uh, 2022 season. Um, I will say, uh, you know, and we'll get to offensive line in just a little bit, Ugh. that's the underwhelm. Yeah, that's, that's what's really hurting the running attack because, the, like I said, 24th ranked rush attack in terms of yards per carry. Ramondre Stevenson, though, is fifth in yards in the NFL after contact, so that just tells you how much bacon he is saving or how much equity he is buying for the Patriots offense and how lucky they are to have this kid, and like you and I said in the post game before, and I still believe it, you gotta run everything through him. He's the most important piece. Moving on to wide receivers, C. I go uh, C-. I go C minus.
2: Yeah, I'd have to go D. I think I would have to go D here as well. <laughs> I, I again, this ties into the offense, the quarterback, the play calling, the predictability, the scheme, all these different things. But Jacoby Myers has been good, although he's missed time to an injury, and he turned the ball over. So there's a couple hiccups even on his resume and then everybody else has been non-factor, underwhelming, turnovers, Aguilar. Devontae Parker's been hurt. Devontae Parker doesn't get open. You know, they've had little blips of the Aguilar game, like balls down the field, that great catch, but very, very few and far between. And in this group, plays into the breaking of the quarterback i think i don't i don't think they're doing a great job getting open when they need to get open uh when he even if he stares them down as as dan orlovsky said he you know he's not reading a defense he's looking at a guy and hoping the guy gets open well most of the guys aren't really getting open so this is uh this has not been good for the wide receivers d
1: no and when they do and when they do sadly sometimes max just not finding them like on that play that orlovsky went over when he said like this is an nfl offense this is like you know, ultimately, Kendrick Bourne ends up wide open to Max right, about 10 yards down the field in the right flat. But by the time Mac has looked around for something to happen and stared down the options on the left side of the field that I think were his priority reads, he's never just going to all of a sudden turn back around as the pocket is collapsing in on him like it's in an Indiana Jones movie and say, oh, there's Bourne wide open, like Mac's good, but he's not there yet. Still way too much thinking, way too much thinking. Not just reading, reacting, and playing. Uh, Moving on in the offense, the offensive line C minus. What? (laughs) I said it straight up. Kyrie said the offensive line thus far C minus F. Wow! Oh!
2: Yeah, that might be a little strong.
1: That's a that's a scorcher. Okay, D. I go. I think I'm in the C minus category.
2: Of course you are. You guys are such homers. I'm left not tackle has up. been disengaged, uninterested, and a penalty machine most of the year. The left guard has been benched multiple straight weeks. The center has been fine when he's out there, isn't out there. Injury's part of this, downgraded, part of the overline group. Uh, up. Nothing to write home about yep. Right tackle's been a debacle, no matter who plays there. Win cannon could just penalties. Like the whole thing you have your star backup james ferentz who not good enough like i just not a
1: star backup well i mean
2: he's been a backup for you for like eight years so i figure you going to be that, doesn't that qualify as a star backup
1: <laughs> uh, veteran backup perhaps star backup okay.
2: so yeah and and i would include the coaching in there uh-huh. your offensive line coach slash offensive play caller slash right. whatever that always
1: always know. a great idea offensive line You go from one of the greatest coaches, uh, one of the best positional coaches in the NFL over the last 30 years to, hey, we're going to give you a former lineman as the assistant who's going to handle the game day operations. And during the week, here's another guy who's doing this job and the other second most important job on the team for the first time ever. Oh, and there's communication issues. I mean, either David Andrews might be a next level genius in terms of like a beautiful mind, grease penciling on on a window, the schemes and the formations and the calls to the point where they trust him that much, which could be the case. Or again, it's do your job. Cool. Why does everyone have five? Can't we all just have one? Yeah. They really need
2: to change the the t-shirts and everything to do your job. Uh, just add an S to the end. It'll be easy. I'm mm-hmm. sure the The factory would be able to pop that S on all the hats and t-shirts really easily. Mm-hmm. It won't be a problem. Um, but yeah, It'll I sell. just, And and the like so many of these, the offensive lines issues tie into breaking of Mac, tie into turnovers, tie into some of those things. So I downgrade them in that area as well. So like who's been great on the line? On Wenu? Like consistent, I guess. He's been very
1: good. He and Andrews have both been very good. And and Cole Strange Strange had a nice little stretch, but then the regression over the past couple of games has been so bad that it's actually kind of nullified or just voided that little stretch where he was so good
2: especially I hold him to the standard of he's a first round pick. I said this last night on our station that if he were a fourth round pick or a third round pick where the Rams wanted to draft him and before they were done laughing at the Patriots Mm -hmm. for taking him in the first round, we would, we would look at this differently. We would say, Oh, you know what? He's a mid round pick. He's, you know, seven good games, two really bad games. Okay. Like that, that's enough. But as a first round pick who was handed the starting job, like just Mm -hmm. given like, you need to be – and we also have in our minds, I think, Shaq Mason, the most recent guy, but mm-hmm. also Logan Mankins and those comparisons. And Logan yep. Mankins was awesome, was like an all-pro caliber
1: player. Right out of the game. gate. Right oh. out of the gate. A different level of nasty. Cole Strange, I agree with you, still needs to strengthen up. Got to work on that trunk. Uh, Trent Brown, intermittent like, – engaged and enraged one week and then completely disengaged the next. Yeah. Like I need
2: week. the Trent Brown that's flexing over piles, not the Trent Brown that's Saying, like, run my way. What time's this game over? Can we go back to the locker room and get snacks now?
1: Yeah, and and tweeting out like, you know, next act or next journey or whatever, right. and then be like, sorry, just kidding. JK, I'm not being traded. Like uh the yeah, it was what was the game? Was it the Bears game where he was uh three penalties in the first eight plays? Well, yeah, because Wynn wasn't there, so he felt like he needed to pick up the slack. I appreciate that. He has his brother's back. That's a important thing. He's a great, great teammate. Uh, Let's see. Working our way through the rest of the offense, tight ends, D-minus. Okay.
2: um, I'll go. Wait a minute. He gives the line a C and the tight ends a D-minus? Like, for what?
1: Yeah, like, first of all, the tight ends have been asked to stick around and chip and help block and protect far more often than I'm sure they would want. Which has prevented them from being able to stack up the numbers. Uh, John o. Smith has has seen a few more targets in recent week, and he's doing the best he can with what he's got. And what? Hunter Henry can't catch the effing ball if you don't throw it to him. My tight end cannot catch the ball and throw it too. I, I, they get a they get a C for me. I'm, that's yeah. I, they're getting a reprieve. That D minus. That's you. You are mis- Like you are bla- like you're punishing both kids right now when. Neither one of them acted up, but you heard there was a ruckus in the other room,
2: right? Like, have they they haven't dropped a lot of balls, they haven't turned the ball over, like, they haven't. I don't know the black marks that I would put right on their shoulders, like, they right. haven't been as productive as you'd like. But I think some of that is they're not targeted, and they had that little blip where Zappi seemed to like Henry more than Mac likes Henry and was a little more, um, connectivity there in that mm-hmm. time frame. Mm-hmm. And if anything, like. I know it's a low bar for a $12 million tight end, but Jonu Smith has made a few plays the last couple of weeks. We joked yeah. about it. He had a 24 yard catch and then finished with three for 21. So
1: <laughs> not that really like, I almost feel like if I had to make a custom t-shirt for the Patriots season, you're know, like people wore the Malcolm go layout, play call, whatever. I just want to put Jonu Smith's stat line three for 21 and then just have first reception, 24 yards in the, like, it's the most Patriots 2022 thing, the most John U. Smith thing. It's just, to me, it's just completely endemic of how this offense is working and how the season's gone. Kyrie uh, also gave the coaching a C minus. What's that now? C minus. Oh, is that all coaching? All coaching. Okay. Because I do think
2: for the most part, the defensive coaching, Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo, they they carry that grade because the offensive coaching's absolutely been an F. No, Absolute this is. Ag-
1: excuse, I apologize. I would like to re- uh, redact that statement, uh, Your Honor. That's offensive coaching. What? He gives the offense a C minus.
2: Absolute F. Could not be more effing F. <laughs> effity, F F F F. The offensive coaching, like literally.
1: A giant F that drops down in the sky and lands in the middle of the like schoolhouse rock style F, a Sesame Street F.
2: So, so he gave the tight ends a the worse harshest grade, grade than the offensive coaching. Wow, this has really turned into me ripping Kyrie's grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a-
1: but we're, we're having, I mean, I, we would have loved to have had him on. He's got, he took a couple of personal days. He's, uh, smartly, you know, attending a wedding. His friend, uh, planned the wedding during the bye week which I thought was very kind of him. Uh, so he would love to have joined us and gone through his grades. Uh, and you know, honestly, maybe we'll see, maybe we can have him on this weekend on the show and real quick, just so he can call in from the wedding and we can just be like, you serious, you for, you for serious with that coaching and that tight end grade, because damn, yeah, because I was okay when I thought it was
2: all coaching, when I averaged out the defense. Oh, yeah, coaching. Cam McCord
1: is redeeming himself. Right, this defensive play calling more often than not, they're in the right spots. The Patriots, I saw something last night, because heaven forbid I don't check my phone seven more times before I go to bed to see if there's any anything interesting to tweet, write about, or discuss the next morning that the Patriots are basically second best right now in the NFL in man coverage. They're in the bottom five in zone coverage. So obviously that tells you they shouldn't be playing zone or should stick out of the zone, that their man coverage has been great. So they're calling the right coverages with the right guys, and some of these young little whippersnappers back there in the secondary are doing a nice job, Andy.
2: Yeah. He gave the offensive coaching anything other than an F? I can't get past that. Like, I... Because
1: I, I don't know. I love, like, I love the fact that you're I love the fact that your analytical tires are stuck in that grade mud right now,
2: which. OK, let's just pretend you're looking at the staff as a whole and you don't fixate on Judge and Patricia, which position coach his position has looked so good that you want to rave about it. So, no,
1: the running backs. They're
2: running backs. It's the one position people are like, yeah, you can come in as a rookie. We hand you the ball, like block that guy if you're supposed to block like I'm sorry. Ray Brown
1: with the receivers. He's trying.
2: Is he Kendrick Bourne's useless? Nelson Aguilar's useless.
1: Whose fault is that? I, that's the thing. I'm like, just
2: saying I can't make an argument for any of the position coaches. Billy Yates, sorry. Matt Patricia, sorry. The quarterbacks coach. Your quarterback
1: is in a false reality world. Like, who, how about who, your how about your boy Nick Cayley, there with the tight ends? He probably he. You want to talk about somebody who's already on to 2023? <laughs>
2: not based on Kyrie's grades, though. He gave the tight ends a D. So how can Nick Cayley be doing a great job? No D D minus D minus. Sorry. What do we do it? Like I need to ask him if this didn't like when he cut and pasted it into the CMS maybe something got like transposed it's not lined up correctly like the grades are wrong f f f the coaching.
1: Uh sometimes hard I just wish I knew where you stood. <laughs>